Hi, I'm Melissa. And I'm Jesse. Welcome to the Reimagine Success Podcast. We're a husband and wife team who want to make a difference and change the way we all view success. We've had the privilege of interviewing so many amazing, talented, and successful guests. Each one of them experienced success in their own way. We want to change how society views success by inspiring you to live your best life and celebrate your successes no matter what that looks like, big and small. Success looks so different for everyone, and we want you to reimagine your success. Welcome to Season 2 of Reimagine Success. Welcome back to Season 2 of Reimagine Success. Hey, everybody. Hope your week has been unbelievably successful. Wow. We have had such a hectic week. So we have the kids for a month. I know we mentioned that last time, but we have the kids for an entire month. And let me tell you, it has been one of those weeks. Yeah, it's like non Stop. And we love them. We do. We love them. They're the best. They're the joy of my heart. And we love spending time with them. Yeah. But sometimes it's just exhausting. Yeah. And speaking of that, we have some fabulous guests today who is going to agree with us every single word we just said. Dude, I have my I have I have my camera right now because today I'm testing them out to sleeping together because the, the little one grew out of the crib and I'm just like still parenting while I'm talking to you guys. See, that's how, never that's, off. Right. And that's how it goes. That's why I'm so excited to dive into this, because this has been our challenging week for us. I for know. sure. We've got some amazing moms on the podcast. Yes. It's Sunny D and Captain J hosts of Pot Smoking Moms podcast. Pot Smoking Moms has built an international audience for a supportive, informative, and sometimes hilarious take on better parenting through THC. PSM takes an honest and humorous look at parenting with special emphasis on self-care and stress management, all through the lens of responsible cannabis use. Through a mix of reporting on current cannabis news and interviewing industry professionals that include other parents, this podcast helps destigmatize the plant in a fun yet educational way. Welcome, welcome. to the Pot Smoking Moms, Captain yeah, J and Sunny you. D. Welcome, welcome. Hey Thanks guys, thank you us. so much. We're not very, we're not used to being on other podcasts, so <laughs> not at all. <laughs> I get it. You know, we we did that for we did our uh, hosted our own podcast, and then we went on to someone else's podcast, and we we're like, whoa, we should be asking you the questions. Yeah, it was real it, weird. It feels the weird, roles. right? Yeah. It's like somebody's driving your car, and you're in the back seat. Like, <laughs> where are we doing? What are we doing? Like, why aren't we like, in control right like, now? Wait, you should be doing this right now. If this podcast was our podcast, we'd be doing it so much. <laughs> better (laughs) (laughs) that's great well I love it and I love what you guys are doing uh, what you're doing as far as getting the stigma out of there and you know moms have such a huge responsibility every Mm -hmm. single day just like uh, Sunny D right now you are actually parenting as you're doing the podcast so there's there's a lot and I'm ready to dive right into it yeah so why don't you guys just start by telling us your story a little bit of background about how you got started and what you're doing today so we've been friends for a while now, uh, and we've been, you know, we've been smoking uh, cannabis for quite some time recreationally as friends. Uh, we kind of became parents around the same time. And um, that's cool. That's cool that you guys yeah. went through the same experience together. Yeah, we're really lucky because we actually have like a group of friends that we've all kind of, you know, grow, kind of grown up together and have mm-hmm. to, you know, we all have kids and we all smoke weed so i never felt like <laughs> i've talked we've talked to other moms and they're like oh i don't have i don't tell anybody or i don't have any friends to smoke <laughs> mm-hmm. with and we feel like wow that's rough because we that's we're sad. like so 
we we're what is it called? We're like spoiled. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like you've we're, got this great community. Yeah, we're lucky enough that our friendships that we had in our mid to late twenties, uh, when we were, you know, we would get together, party, you know, smoke, mm-hmm. continued when we became parents. So that yeah, now we're parenting and we may smoke a little when the kids are distracted. Mm-hmm. And it's a different, it's a whole different vibe. It's not the same smoking we did in our 20s. Right. Um, but so we're lucky enough to have that. But we found a huge community of moms online that that don't have that. They don't have mm-hmm. other moms, other friends that they can do that with. And we've kind of built our own little community with them. That's really cool. And, you know, when you, when you think about it a lot, what you said earlier, going back to it, a lot of moms, they're like, oh, I do this, but I don't tell anyone about it. Like Mm -hmm. if you don't talk about it and you don't tell anyone about it, then you won't have that community. So I I think it's great that, you know, you actually speak up and talk about it. And then there's this like weird, almost guilt associated with it because you're hiding it and you think it's taboo when honestly most of the people that I experience out in the world smoke pot Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. almost everybody I run into or meet for the first time it's you know once we get on the subject it's like yeah of course smoke pot like it's no big deal (laughs) and it's one of those things like so many people do but so many people are afraid to come out and say it. it Right. It's uh, it is kind of hush hush, although I, I think the older we get, the more we're like, you know, we, we need to keep it real because we don't have time mm-hmm. to de- like I don't yeah. have time to pretend things. Yeah. Right. So we, we lead a lot. We lead with like, hey, we have a podcast <laughs> either like either it's like, oh, OK, and then never hear from them again. Or it's like, oh, cool. And then, you know, we talk about all kinds of stuff. Well, actually, that's good because you then you know your people. You're like, mm-hmm. oh, you can be part of my community. Right. Yes. Right. You can be my friend. It's actually similar for me with my music. Um, so I, I guess I've said it on this podcast before, but I do smoke pot uh, regularly. And um, so there it is. It's out in the world. Uh, <laughs> you know, for a long time, I couldn't say Feels that out loud. Feels good to come out of the green closet. <laughs> it does. Well, I couldn't say that out loud because I was a school teacher for a lot of years. Oh. And so I had to be very, you know, on the lowdown with anything that I did. I couldn't even drink in public in the town that I lived in. Um, Oh, wow. Yeah, it was crazy. Uh, So for me to come on air and say that I am a pot smoking individual, um, it's a pot smoking dad. Yeah, I'm a pot smoking dad for sure. Um, (laughs) There needs to be a podcast about pot smoking dads. (laughs) We love, yeah, we're waiting for it. We love pot smoking dads. Our (laughs) husbands are pot smoking dads. (laughs) Well, there get you them, go. Get them to start. Get them to be start a it. There's We're a- trying. We're trying. We're trying <laughs> to keep have them keep going, keep the brand going. <laughs> yeah. But uh, recently, I've actually got to do some uh, pot themed events. So on 420, I did a Stoners Fest, uh, which was really cool. And then um, I've been doing these urban colors. Um, mm-hmm. So it's like the kind of like the drink sipping paints, but it's smoking Smoke, paint. Smoking paint. Uh, and it's yeah. really cool to be in those communities where people are all kind of open to it. And, and it's just a t- totally different vibe than playing yeah. at a bar where people are drinking and like and everybody, yeah, and, like fights are going yeah. on. And, and within these, it's like, everybody's loving just on each other, having in. a good time. Yeah. You know, everybody's relaxing having good conversation exactly right yeah the conversation is really deep most of the time Mm. you're like oh whoa whoa where are we going with this conversation (laughs) all right all right starts getting all existential (laughs) it's like what's the meaning of life oh we're going there we're going there (laughs) 
Or like, what kind of toppings do you like on your pizza? You know, <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, that's a really good question. Thanks for asking. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's really sad. Most of the time, people as they go along in life, it's like, hey, how are you? Good. How are you? Good. That's the end of the conversation. Mm -hmm. I feel like people who are in touch with themselves and their life and their community, um, they're like, hey, how are you? Great. You know, I just went to the store today and I got like a really great deal on Skittles. It was awesome. <laughs> I don't know. It just popped in my head. But, you know, it's mm. like it's like, but you learn about that person so that now it's more than just good. Right. You know that. Dang. First off, I can be friends with this person because they like Skittles. Second off. <laughs> oh, yeah. Good deals. All great things. <laughs> yeah, you got to have sure. those communities. You got to have people that you can open up to and be yourself and be honest mm -hmm. and be transparent. And that with with pot, unfortunately, is still taboo for a lot of people. Yeah, yet it's still heavily criticized, although there's a big majority of the population wants to uh, legalize it. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. Like totally. there's but an it, overwhelming, yeah. um, you know, Georgia but at the same time, legalized. Uh, we, well, yeah, not quite. Where are you guys? Almost, where are you guys at? Well, we're in Georgia. Georgia. Uh, oh. so I just had some. You, I think no, you guys voted legalized. on. <laughs> we didn't legalize it, but uh, you voted close. on a question on are you interested on legalizing it? Yeah, you it's no, close. it was it was voting on uh, whether or not you should vote for it. It was yeah, yeah. Like, it was weird. It was like yeah, like would you like to see this on the on ballot? The ballot. Yes. But it, it was yes. a resounding yes. Yeah, yes. Twenty. Yeah, it was, oh, it was so like, great. We actually reported that on that on our podcast. Nice. <laughs> well, you know, it's getting there and, and that's what we need to do. We need to be like, hey, yes, like we this needs to be not just statewide. This needs to be just nationwide. Just yeah, let it immediately. go. Let it go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, federal federal legalization needs to happen already. It just feels like it's never going to happen because the two sides are fighting all the time and they never want to agree on anything, even when they know it's a resounding yes nationwide. Mm -hmm. Nothing gets passed in the Senate. It keeps getting passed in the House and nothing gets passed in the Senate. And yeah. so we're just like in this we're treading in the same spot, you know, yeah. um, but we grew up in a dare generation and a mm -hmm. lot of people there's still a huge stigma around it people can still not get a job for it like if mm -hmm. you're trying to get a job and you have to take a drug test many companies still drug test for that even yeah. if the state is medicinal yeah you just talked about being a teacher we talked about a story about a teacher in the state of florida who um had to had an accident at school and ended up getting drug tested and mm, he came out on the test Ugh, he had his time. medical marijuana card and he was hmm. using it for PTSD. And, you know, then he got fired just Dang. like that. Dang. So that sucks. that's why people are so in the closet still. So until yeah. that mm -hmm. federal legalization comes, like you said, yeah, I don't think people are going to be 100 percent unless they're living in a fully legal state. Where but even then, they're, but even then, they're going to yeah. leave it up to the states to decide how. I mean, uh, for, I don't know that it's definite that way, but I'm sure the way that it's going mm -hmm. already, there are states that already have, mm -hmm. uh, you know, they already have things in place or mm -hmm. whatever for whatever uh, program they're using. Yeah. So they're going to leave it up to the states. But even then, uh, some states didn't we reported on. Let on me a, tell you. Those states are going to lose a lot of people. Right? Yeah, all the states really around are. them are going to be like, give me that money. Yeah. Right? Everybody's <laughs> How much money are they like, losing out on? That's it's so dumb. much. <laughs> and yet, here's the thing that kills me is that they're going to illegalize weed. That is something that calms people down, makes helps mm -hmm. people. It's it can it's be used medicinally. Yeah. 
and you're gonna like fire people over that but i could go home after a hard day at work and kick back a six pack of something and nobody's gonna bat an eye at that you know it's it's so stupid when you know if if like i'm doing that i'm likely going to make bad choices it's going to affect the way i act and who i become Mm -hmm. it changes everything about a person versus weed that just makes you kind of the best version of yourself (laughs) (laughs) just maybe a little sleepier (laughs) Depends on the strain right. and how much you consume. Right. <laughs> or snackier. Yes, definitely snackier. Awesome. So let, let's dive into your history a little bit. So what was it that made you first start smoking? Were you just experimenting as young people or uh, so how, how'd that journey start for you? I, I The first time I smoked, I was way too young and it was people around me like, hey, let's try this. I was 14. Mm-hmm. Um, But it wasn't like regular use. It's not like I was 14 years old getting high every day. It was just like, oh, that one time and then Mm -hmm. another one more time. And that's it. I didn't start regularly consuming cannabis until I was at least a senior in high school. So Mm -hmm. I was at least 18, 17, Mm -hmm. 18. Um, And then that was all recreational, just, you know, fun after school or skipping class or whatever (laughs) on the weekend. But then as I grew up and as I became an adult, I noticed how it helped me in so many other ways. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, and people think, oh, when you're smoking, you're just getting stupid high and you're going to sit on the couch and eat a bunch of munchies or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was finding that it was actually helping me function better, mm-hmm. like yeah. mm-hmm. think more clearly, get things done throughout the day. Um give me the motivation to go out and get up and go out, you know, cause mm-hmm. I have anxiety and, and social anxiety and being out and cannabis would really help me with those things. So that's where, when I grew older, it turned more into a medicinal use. And of course, every once in a while you indulge at a party yeah. or when you get together, but my daily use is more like, uh, not mental health, but like, yeah. you mm-hmm. know, Self, it's self care, yeah, like calming self-care, yeah. self-care. Yeah. <laughs> and and especially if you're a mom, you need something throughout the day. Just okay, let me calm down for a second, <laughs> relax, chill out, br- take a couple of breaths, k- take a couple puffs. We're good. <laughs> especially being a mom, but even just living in this world that we live yes. in, I yes. think everybody yes. should use. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, for an- for anti is good for stress, and yes. we said trust. We got a lot of stress. I started the same, um, but I was a late bloomer. I didn't really start smoking until I was in college. Um, and my current, my husband, a boyfriend at the time, mm-hmm. uh, was the one who kind of officially introduced me to it. And then, you know, we would smoke like on weekends. Um, and then, you know, and then I started u- using it on a regular basis, but like not as much. You know, we would when we would I mean, back when we were younger, we would smoke like a blunt. We would like roll a blunt. I'm not saying there's nothing there's nothing wrong with smoking a blunt, but like my regular daily is not that much. You know, it's smaller doses throughout the day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You know, and I it's crazy because uh, when we started podcasting about it, oh my God, there's so much to learn about it. So mm-hmm. uh, people our age kind of like are stuck. You don't really know you don't know what you don't know until you know, like you really yeah. don't know what is out there and there's a whole lot out there, you know? So it could be a little bit scary, but the, Oh my God. But how amazing is all the different kinds of products that are available to us now right? Yeah. Right? Stuff that we didn't have back in the day. 
Yeah. Like, I mean, there's deodorant, there's shampoo, there's even more stuff than just smoking it. Mm-hmm. topicals yeah. and stuff mm-hmm. like that yeah. but even in in smoking and consuming it there's so many different methods now you have yeah. you have wax where people are like doing dabs and stuff mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. which yeah, is a little too much for us we prefer <laughs> to stick to flour but in the right but you know right having setting. a little bit in the right setting and the right measurement and all that it's okay it's okay every once in a while it's mm-hmm. just a little too much uh, thc it for just me. sent you to the moon yeah, yeah too yeah, much thc bit. for yeah. me <laughs> i like the the whole plant everything that comes with the whole plant all the terpenes and stuff so mm-hmm. um and then you have edibles and then mm-hmm. you have topicals like you said so mm-hmm. it's like somebody coming new into the cannabis space that maybe never consumed cannabis before seeing all these options they're gonna yeah, be like be whoa it's yeah. a lot it was a lot for us and we were cannabis consumers yeah, we're like, we, what is going yeah, on we were <laughs> we when we got on instagram and we saw these people doing crazy dabs we were like what this is all here everybody's mm-hmm. doing this here it's cool so it was pretty interesting when we first started doing it Man, I've seen someone that was in a car or what was it, a car or a van, and they literally smoked out the entire van and then just came out. Yeah, yeah. and came out. I was like, I, I, some things are crack. Some things are that's things cool. I did I've, in high school. I've <laughs> seen people wear like gas masks and then connect that's that to nuts. like, it's just insane. It's excessive. Like, yeah, that's there's, yeah. I couldn't imagine even getting that high. Like, oh, that fuck. culture's out there too, you know, where yeah. it's like mm-hmm. they do excessive because I mean, look, everybody in america it's like they do it for the gram so of course you see some yep. crazy dabs mm-hmm. where it's like the concentrate it's like a string and they just oh my gosh like, and it's just like i would die yeah. right yeah. yeah i would you wouldn't see me yeah but like, right? like where'd she go the problem is is she that those people <laughs> give pot smoking such an irresponsible and like party yeah. vibe and it misses the whole demographic like us that mm-hmm. are doing it to be better people to be our the best version of ourselves and to like really help ourselves i mean i started smoking uh, regularly in a time when i was really depressed and i had gone to the doctor they put me on zoloft and i took it for two days and i just like i feel like a zombie i don't yeah. feel like myself and so i stopped that immediately flushed those down the toilet because i didn't want anybody to take that crap mm-hmm. and i started smoking weed regularly and instantly like it fixed me like it it, mm-hmm. it helped my depression and my anxiety so very much mm-hmm. that like i can't ever like replace that in my life you know that's so good to hear but you know i, I what well, we wanted to be available enough to where you can start picking strains for certain ailments because yeah what i was gonna get into is I, I, I like a, a terpene called limonene and it's like one of my favorites. And it turns out that's like helps you with focus, hmm. which is something that I've had uh, trouble with. Uh, and now with kids, I mean, forget it. Like that's <laughs> it, your what's what's focus. Right. But um, somebody was like, oh, you like. Yeah, because I was telling them the kind of strains that I'm into. And she's like, oh, you like uh, you like to get into, you know, to use it for focus. And I was like, well, I didn't know that that was one of the benefits but it would make a lot of sense yeah Yeah. it's for your adhd brain right and so um when you get to looking up certain strains and what's available it's great to have all of these available because you can yeah somebody might have an issue with with the strain Mm -hmm. 
And um, maybe, maybe, you know, in those stories where people are like, oh, I tried it and it wasn't for me. Yeah. All the stoners are always like, oh, it's because you didn't find the right strain. Like, <laughs> which is kind of true. It's because, kind of true. It is true. <laughs> it you is know? very true. It's very true. Yeah. It's like food. I would go back to food. You have to try all different kinds of food so you know, understand and know what you like. It's the same thing with this, You, if you think of it like that. Yeah, I used to hate Brussels sprouts, but the way she cooks them, I love them. <laughs> like Daniel Tiger, you got to try new foods because it might taste good. If you're somebody that gets severe anxiety uh, consuming cannabis, you should be sticking to low THC. You mm-hmm. don't want high. T- That's why it's so important that it's legal and we know what we're consuming and buying, because when you buy from your plug, the neighbor, your friend of a friend, mm-hmm. you don't know for sure what you're getting. You don't have the the analysis or the testing on that. I you mean, don't know even what the though I got to say some of these plugs. Yeah, they got good shit. Usually there's good stuff. <laughs> Excuse me. I don't know if we could curse uh, on you. You're fine. No, you're you're fine. fine. <laughs> this can be an explicit episode. I don't anyway. think they can show you. <laughs> I don't think they can show yeah, you. Yeah, that's right. COA. Automatically with cannabis. Yep. <laughs> so now you guys are making a huge change with cannabis usage. So what kind of things are you doing? Um, you know, of course, the podcast, but besides the podcast, is there anything that you're doing to create change, not only with moms, but everyone in the world? Well, I mean, we are we recently started doing events. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm which is really a great way to kind of like not only connect with your audience, but also like have them connect with each other. You know, it's always it's always really fun to like introduce your friends to other friends and then you see them become friends. And that's Mm -hmm. kind of what we what we constantly do. There's so many people who kind of have met through us. Yeah. Um, But we are trying to find ways to incorporate um, charities. Uh, Mm -hmm. We do. We mentioned um, First Prisoner Project a lot. We have raised money for them. I mean, I'm sorry, Last Prisoner (laughs) Project. We have raised money for them in the past. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, we we were trying to talk about the um, the petitions that really are the bills that we want. You know, Mm -hmm. yeah, Yeah. a lot of dispensaries want to back bills that put a limit on the kind of you know, access that people have. I mean, like putting a limit on the kind of how many trees you can grow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So dispensaries kind of are going to try to like. Have a corner on the market. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, they're going to try to pass the bill that kind of still uh, still controls it. You know, like yep. we want to we want to free the plant. We don't want to when we go to the store, nobody's keeping tabs on how many six packs and how many handles right? of yeah. rum and vodka people are. T- why? Why do we need to keep tabs on? how much weed we're buying or how much weed we're growing. Right. right. How do they know we're, you're not getting it for like a party of people that are coming to your house? Like you're not going to consume all that. Yeah. Or a weed tray know. or a weed cart, you know? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. I have a friend and we have uh, friends in Canada who like the, everybody grows and gets together and then they share their grows with each other. They share their That's bugs so with awesome. each That's other. That's cool. So well, we were talking in California. They're trying to do like a farmer's market. They're trying to allow I just small saw growers, that. yeah, to That's sell so in cool. farmers yeah. markets. Yeah, markets. Yeah, that's, that's cool. the future. It yeah. just that's where we need to be because until 1937, this wasn't an illegal plant. You know, like this has been in humans have been using this for thousands for of years yeah. Yeah. as medicine medicinally. And then all of a sudden, you know, it has been only within the last less than 100 years. Has it really been demonized and just 
changed and reefer madness and all that. Well, mm-hmm. let's talk about that. Cause a lot of our listeners don't even know, like they just assume that it's always been this criminalized thing and, yeah. and that it's bad, bad, bad because dare told us it's bad. This is your brain. This is your brain right. on drugs, yeah. you know, and there's the any eggs. questions yeah. <laughs> like, and there was all this propaganda that came mm-hmm. out. So can you give our listeners a little bit of history on how all that went that way? Well, it, it basically was fear mongering. It was mm-hmm. um, they were villainizing marijuana because Mexican immigrants used it. Right. Yeah. And they called it marijuana, marijuana. like marijuana, marijuana. Mm-hmm. And since the Americans didn't never heard that term, they villainized that thinking, not realizing this is the same thing that I have on my medicine cabinet in some of my medicines. Yeah. And they were really using that to demonize a group of people that they didn't want to be Mm -hmm. here. Mm -hmm. And then they further weaponize it as a way to arrest them and send them back or even uh, arresting people of color saying that Mm -hmm. they're going to, they villainize it saying that they're going to become very violent if they smoke it. It it was, it was basically a tool to control area communities of color and communities of color and keep them out. Yeah. Yeah. Keep people afraid of them. And then Richard Nixon came along and just his scientists were telling him how many good things about it. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, yeah no, we're going to we're going to make it illegal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're trying to do his voice. <laughs> Did you guys hear? That was awesome. And then there, that goes back to other reasons. You know, big pharma has their reasons yeah. why they yeah. don't want it to be legal. Mm-hmm. They want us oh, addicted yeah. to all these other drugs and needing yeah. all these other medicines. A medicine that gives me this this side effect that's going to make me have to take another medicine for that side mm-hmm. effect mm-hmm. and like all of a sudden you're taking five or six drugs that could probably that in most cases and so many people we've spoken to where cannabis has allowed them to get rid of like five or six prescriptions yeah it's taking. incredible mm-hmm. we've talked to so many people who have you they've really gotten rid of all their prescriptions through cannabis or even like we've talked to people who have gotten out of serious drug problems and yeah it's an exit drug it is totally an exit drug not a gateway drug yeah that's so funny that's what they always say like that's the gateway drug to do everything else well i'm sorry i don't do anything else and i don't want to do anything else even though i smoke marijuana yeah it's like uh, cocaine is like so far away from my mind when I'm smoking. Yeah, pot. I like, used to work in the restaurant industry uh, and cocaine is huge. In yeah, the restaurant so industry. big. And yeah. I would people would offer it to me all the time. And I was just like, no, nah, I'm good with my fucking joint and shit. Like I, <laughs> right? not, I wasn't interested. We've heard so many stories of people getting out of severe opioid abuse mm-hmm. by yeah. using cannabis, alcoholism, getting out of alcoholism by using cannabis and just pills all the different types of oxy all those things mm-hmm. so i don't and it's, it's non-addictive it, you know <laughs> like granted okay so i'll be completely transparent when i don't smoke sometimes i have trouble sleeping but that's because i have trouble turning my mind off mm-hmm. and that's one of the main reasons i smoke as right. a musician I, my mind doesn't stop it just yeah. keeps composing and composing music or or analyzing and tearing apart songs if i hear any kind of jingle it doesn't matter what it is before i go to bed it's done it could be the air vent could be making a jingle and you like 
when we first moved into this house, uh, we had like three different vents that were making an overtone, and it was making. Which is this like a month ago, right? Yeah, yeah a month yeah. ago. So yeah, so making- you're learning all the sounds that your new house makes. Yes. Yeah. It was making these. He three- made a song. Yeah, it was making these three tones, and I ended up writing a song based off of those tones, <laughs> because that's just how my brain works. And when I smoke, I can relax and mm-hmm. stop thinking. <laughs> that much like I can I can turn that part of my brain off and go into a different part of my brain where I'm more introspective and like I can I it helps me meditate mm-hmm. and get deeper within myself and to learn about myself and to yeah. there's improve. a spirituality that yes. oh, um, so much comes yes. from the earth yes mm-hmm. oh yeah for sure I want to go back to what you were saying earlier Sunny D like um so charities I know you've worked with uh, a couple of charities but That's I bet you yeah, I bet you it overall is really hard. You know, it's not like you can go to uh, Children's Healthcare of Atlanta or like, get children's. No, right. I mean, ultimately, yeah. like, what are we like? Okay, what are we trying to do? Ultimately, we do want to. We want to free all the all the prisoners who have been locked mm-hmm. up for mm-hmm. nonviolent cannabis offenses. Yeah. Because if there's people making money, making profits off of weed, because trust me, there it's bank. Like we yeah. want to mm-hmm. even see the profits coming in through Florida and it's just medically legal. It's like, yeah. Nuts. Yeah. So it's like, if you have, if all these people, all these white old rich white dudes are making all this money, like you, we need to, we need to start getting people free and freeing up our resources too. Mm-hmm. Because these people, what are they doing locked up in the system? It's like, you know, it's pointless. It's taking people's lives yeah. away over something. Yeah, absolutely. So ridiculous. Absolutely. Over something that other people are now doing legally and right. making money yeah. off of. Yeah. Right. It's, right. It's the biggest hypocrisy ever. 100%. Ever. And mm-hmm. it's, it's mostly, like you said, people of color. And it's when we did the 420 uh, event, we were on a panel and um, it was uh, myself, Melissa, one of our friends, and uh, we were all white people. And then it was two people of color and the two people of color talked about how they had been arrested for very minimal possession charges Mm -hmm. and who hadn't been arrested. All All three three of of the white people, Yeah, you know, Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. it's targeting people of certain races and demographics just like you said for a money and, and be, fear fear and population mm-hmm. control and, of, and exploitation and exploitation yeah. and they put them in prison down. what do you do make them work yeah yep. for, for pennies mm-hmm. yep and it just keeps feeding that same system and then people can't escape that system because now their dads are in jail and it just it keeps that cycle going and yeah it, it's sad yeah so I'm it really, is, we, we try to give, you know, we try to give opportunities, um, you know, for for voices to be heard, because like I, I've never been arrested for it. Mm-hmm. And I I, hate I was arrested be, on, paper. Mm. <laughs> on paper. I think I, if I would have if I would have been if I'm if I was black, I would have gone to jail for yeah, sure. Same. But because we were cooperative, you know, and we're even though we're all Latin, mm-hmm. you know, we were very cooperative and we just sat there and we let them raid our rv um and they just arrested us on paper and we had to appear in court but i know for sure if my skin tone was darker i would have been in prison (laughs) at least for the night we just talked about that today yeah yeah we had that conversation earlier today i mean everyone this society that's why it's so divided because of things like this keep dividing us and not bringing us together Mm mm-hmm yeah, I mean, systems that have been put in place. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, look, I like I really enjoy your podcast because in this day and age, like you can, the standard things that have been established from back in the day, they don't work for us anymore. Mm -hmm. They absolutely don't. Okay. They don't work for us anymore. All these laws, all these crazy things are trying to uphold. And it's like, yo, we're in a place right now that we're progressed as a society and Mm -hmm. we need to start updating everything to, to, to catch up, right? Everything. We, yeah. everything. everything. we talk about this all the time. Yeah. Everything. All of our systems are broken. I mean, everything. Yeah. I mean, Cannab- but- cannabis has been villainized because it brings people together. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's something that unifies people. It unifies all sorts of different kinds of people. Mm-hmm. And you know what else it does? It makes people think. Yeah. Like, yes. It's funny. It's like the tree of knowledge. It's mm-hmm. you're biting from the tree of knowledge and you're learning everything out there, which is so funny because that's what is forbidden, right? That's the apple that you're not supposed to Mm -hmm. eat. And yeah, we talk about this all the time. (laughs) Well, they, it's funny because they, they try to paint potheads as these dumb idiots that Mm -hmm. have no brains, but really every time I'm with my friends smoking pot or just Melissa and I smoking and we're talking, our conversations are so deep and so intellectual Mm -hmm. and so like, crazy because it gets our brains working in a different way that i i truly believe they don't want us thinking that way mm-hmm. and you're getting they rather done, have us drinking yeah because yep. that does bring more us like down. aggressive it numbs us, yep. numbs us. Yep. they rather have us drinking mm-hmm. yeah to be dumb overall it's sad uh, so uh i'm i want to know so we've touched, talked a lot about your podcast, but tell us about a little bit about the format and what, what it is that you guys do on the podcast. Cause I'm, well, I'm sure you don't just get on there and get high and talk about weed. Or like, is it like, no, a we, need, show, we, like quickly realized, a we quickly realized we needed a, an outline and a formula <laughs> we needed a structure because it, when, you know, if, when we do smoke on the podcast, mm-hmm. And I feel like we've already gotten the hang of it. So we uh, we've gotten better. If, if you listen to the first few episodes, I'm sure they're not great. The streams all. of consciousness, just us talking. Right. <laughs> but we we definitely once we started uh, up our format and we have segments, um, it really worked out very well for us. We do news. We do talk about what's in the news uh, during the last couple of years. A lot of states have legalized uh, mm-hmm. in one way or another. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's always lots of really fun stories too that we uh, that we <laughs> that we talk about. We had one recently we talked about was actually local. A lot of things are local from mm-hmm. Florida. We're in Florida, right? so you know these yeah. fun news here. Florida, <laughs> man. <laughs> wonderful uh, stories. But we had one where the bride uh laced all the food we had the cater do uh, edible food laced the food with marijuana a lot of the elderly oh uh people were not doing good people went to the hospital they didn't oh, tell their called. guests they did Don't not tell their that. guests yeah yeah that's that is people idea. that make us look really bad right? yeah that's a really yeah. bad idea <laughs> bad idea yeah i mean <laughs> not, but, cannabis is not for everybody you know as much as we say it is but if you're if you're going to be consuming it you should be knowing that you're right yeah no drugs should be much. taken without your knowledge yeah period. exactly yeah like look good idea have weed at your wedding bad idea not telling people that they're <laughs> weed at your wedding so like let them know i'm sure people will appreciate it but also the people who don't enjoy the marijuanas will probably <laughs> also have an option for them <laughs> yeah 
<laughs> we actually smoked wedding cake on our wedding night. Yeah. It was oh, perfect. that's perfect. <laughs> it was like the nicest touch to the end of the day. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, there's there's people, a lot of people incorporating into their weddings, too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we, and it was themed weddings. We would have, but the stigma we did it because yeah. your stigma. families are going to be mm-hmm. there yeah, yeah. your families that, what do your families what do your families say about do they know no. are you guys out to your family uh my mom i'm very open with yeah. it i smoke in front of her yeah. to her dismay oh. she doesn't enjoy <laughs> it but i'm i'm not gonna hide it um i've talked about it in front of my dad and he was like what you're smoking weed and i'm like yep <laughs> And that was and the end of that. And um, my, my grandmother doesn't know. Yeah, uh, gra- know. grandmas don't. Hey, the same. My whole family knows, but not abuelita, not abuelita. Yeah, abuelita <laughs> needs to. What she but needs she's to a she's know. a cool grandma. Yeah, like, I I really want to get high with my like, grandmother. Like I feel like she probably would. Uh, okay, so um, this might be a little bit TMI, <laughs> but um, you know, I I came in and she actually had me download a sex novel, like a romance novel, <laughs> to her phone. It was, I was like, okay, grandma, oh. we can steam me here. All right. She's pretty cool. I yeah. have and, to say. and then she had Melissa take sexy pictures of her for, for her boyfriend. boyfriend. <laughs> oh my. Okay. She grandma, was like, you bought a before. Tell me how to pose, honey. I was like, I got, I got you. I got you, grandma. Right? We need a pot smoking grandma. I, I'm serious. I think she, I, we should tell her. I think she would I, be cool with I it. I think we should. I think she'd be cool with it. They have her Please, give her a gummy. Let us know Can how you, that goes. Here, you want to yeah, try yeah. this gummy, but you got to tell her it has weed in it. Yeah, yeah. You know what, Grandma? Sit down here. We got to want to watch some Netflix. Eat some. <laughs> <laughs> so, what? Um, if I, if anybody out there, if it's your grandma, whoever, what would you say the best benefits of using cannabis would be for all of our listeners and for our grandmothers out there? <laughs> I mean, I feel like. It does kind of it makes you pause. Like you said, it kind of it kind of lowers the volume mm-hmm. of all the noise because it's just like so much, man. So much. I'm sorry. As a parent, right before I got on here, I was just like, I threw the I've thrown the biggest fits. Okay. Like I love my husband. And I'm very for like the husbands having a life and doing stuff. I'm like, go, 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 go do stuff, go do stuff. But the last two nights. He's done stuff and I've had to do all the things for the babies. <laughs> and I'm just like, I don't want to do it anymore. Oh, <laughs> I totally get that. I totally get that. I feel like smoking kind of gives you that not, release, not that he's, relax. He's great. But I'm saying that you know that smoking gives you that release, just like it just it lets you decompress and and also just puts you in a place where you're like, okay, I'm going to do this. Let's do it. Let's get it done. A lot of times, mm-hmm. like, you know, I smoke before I got to get some shorts done or like mm-hmm. kids really want to play or something. And it's like, oh, I just feel kind of out of it. You know, Just take a toke, mm-hmm. get, in the, get back in the game. Right. Yep. Exactly. Reset Couldn't have your said mind. it better myself. It's, it's like instant patience. Like mm-hmm. when I find myself becoming too irritable, sometimes when my son's like, being too over like I could see I'm about to be short with him sometimes I'm like okay let me just step away for a minute go take a quick talk I come back Mm -hmm. new mom new me ready to hear it all you can keep going with that whining and I'll just listen and I'll be able to take it no problem I could get down to his level yeah I can talk him out of it all that and and 
so it really helps with that. And, and that's what I use it for is like patience, mental health. Um, I, you know, I have anxiety. It helps me with that PTSD. Mm-hmm. So things like that, it's really helpful. And then it can help in so many other ways. We've met so many other people, like for the elderly, it could help them with their aches and pains. Mm-hmm. Their CBD. We didn't even talk about CBD. Yes. People oh, don't really, yeah. It's the same plan. Ratio for elderly people. I would say like ratio gummies are good to start mm-hmm. low, like five milligrams of THC. Yeah. Five I started giving my dad CBD. a one-to-one ratio uh, CBD. THC mm-hmm. and it's only like 10 milligrams so it's a small little th- he loves those things he's like it's the only thing I can really help me sleep because he's in so much pain yeah nice the CBN too is so good for sleep mm-hmm. you know how when um you know when you've had a sack for a little too long maybe you found something in like you know some of your genes you're like oh man I have some I could smoke some but you don't know how long it's been there you smoke it you get kind of sleepy because it's mm-hmm. like yeah, so like that's what happens. The, the older your weed is, it's like the CBN starts to come through, mm-hmm. and that's what helps with sleepy sleeping. So sometimes for sleep, like for elderly people too, if like CBN, throw some CBN in the mix. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and have them take a little sleep. That's awesome. <laughs> I gotta say that the most amazing thing I learned when we started this podcast is that I had no idea existed is the endocannabinoid system. Mm. Yeah. I had no idea that the reason why I like cannabis so much is because because our bodies are built for it makes their own cannabinoids. We have a system that basically helps regulate and keep us in balance is the endocannabinoid system. And then it just clicked when I when I discovered that that existed and it's basically connected to every part of our body. And that's Mm -hmm. why it affects mental health, our gut with mm-hmm. pain, all those different things. I was like, oh my God, that makes so much sense. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> um, I, it, I get a lot of aches and pains in my body. Um, as a musician, I've jumped off of a lot of drum sets mm-hmm. and speakers and I do <laughs> stages. I just, I do these massive jumps and I love it. I still do it to this day, <laughs> even though I'm 38 and just, I'm, I don't care. I just jump off of stuff, but my <laughs> body, day, he's my like, body oh, pays the price. <laughs> You know, I, I I do it for the art and for the love of it, but man, does it hurt the next day. And, you know, a couple tokes and I'm good to go, you know, yeah, or some CBD cream. And yeah, CBD it. cream. One time I threw out my back. I could not move, couldn't move mm-hmm. and rub some CBD freeze cream on it. And instantly it was gone. This was after like three days of just agonizing pain, uh, yeah. debilitating pain and instantly fixed it. Okay, so I have a really funny story. Not too long ago, I was at uh, a Comic-Con and I dressed up as my character. I have a, a comic book series called Deadly Crimson. So I was dressed up as my character. And I, the day before, I hurt my back really bad. Mm-hmm. And I mean, to the point where I was like, I don't know how I'm going to do this. How am I going to stand all day? You know, I'm going to be in character all day. And I was just smoking weed all day long. We had the vape <laughs> yeah. pen. So the vape pen. we were hitting it and, then and like underneath, it underneath the underneath table, the table like just, and I'm telling you, it was the only thing that got me through the entire day. And uh, every single time I, my back would start hurting a little bit. I'm like, Oh, let me pull the pin out. Edibles and, are really good too for, um, for, for full body, like, yeah. you know, 
I never know. I never know with edibles because sometimes you can take the same exact amount of Mm. say an Oreo or whatever. And you are not, there's nothing you don't feel it at all. I agree completely. That's my problem with it too. Sometimes that's why I don't do that often is Mm -hmm. just because it's inconsistent. Also too, like it depends on what you ate. I've had, I don't know if this has happened to you, but I've had this where I have an edible on an empty stomach. I don't eat anything yeah. for an hour. I eat a fatty meal and in the middle of the restaurant, I'm like, okay, here we go. <laughs> like, There's that edible. Kind of, right, exactly. So it's like the edible has entered the chat. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's it's very um, hit or miss. Yeah. And when it hits, it's usually way stronger than you think it was going yeah. to. Like, or you add a little bit more. You're like, I'm not feeling it yet. It's 30 minutes. It should be going by now. You add some yeah. more and then you're like, whoa. Yeah, and you never know when it's going to hit. That's yeah. the other problem. Right. Like yeah. if with flour i know i'm gonna smoke it and like a moment later i'm gonna feel it with an edible it's like is it gonna be 10 minutes is it gonna be three hours i don't know i'm on this wild ride i hope i don't have anything (laughs) to do later (laughs) i'm part of that small population of people the edibles just don't work Mm -hmm. they just i've tried all sorts of different kinds of edibles different dosages i'm and everybody around me is baked and i'm like rolling a joint (laughs) <laughs> you know, or packing a bowl or something because it's, it's I'm not there. So, but it I I thought I was the only one because everybody I knew it worked for them. Yeah, you know. But then you find the cannabis community yeah. online, and I found out there are lots of people. Others there are, and yeah. uh, two cannabis scientists that we met online um, actually did a poll because they have a large following on TikTok and Instagram, and they got about twenty percent saying. They, it does not work for them. Hmm. Oh, wow. That's crazy. Yeah. That's... I didn't know that that was a thing where it yep. just straight up didn't work for certain people. Yeah, yeah. so it's, it's weird. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if it's something Sorry. about the way you digest it. Yep. It's, uh, it's okay. the enzyme. They think it might, you might not have the enzyme that, the, I don't know, that breaks it down the proper, I don't hmm. know. There is all hmm. sorts of different theories, but it's not a hundred percent because it hasn't like really been researched. Yeah. Yeah, of of course it hasn't because we're not allowed to research that sort of thing. Right. God forbid we find out about this miracle plant. <laughs> uh, so we, I I know what your answer is going to be, but I just want you to say it out loud for all of our listeners. Would you say that cannabis makes you better parents? Yes. Yeah, for sure. 100%. It makes me a better person, general. Yes. Even before the kids got here, I was in the service industry, and it would make me such a good customer service person <laughs> <laughs> customers could be real assholes uh really that's can. why a lot of people have geared their decisions and careers into different directions now but mm-hmm. um but when you're working for the public sometimes man sometimes <laughs> weed is that's why weed's so good for people who have to deal with other people which is right? all, everybody <laughs> yeah Yeah, you're able to deal with life in this world and the way that the world is right now. Now, I just want to make one thing clear. While I was teaching, I never once smoked while I was teaching. (laughs) Right. But as soon as I got home, boy, did I unwind. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Because when you're around 180 middle school kids in my my classroom. So like I, I had chorus and orchestra, so I had bigger classes, you know, because it was the classes that they would, all the kids wanted to be in, you know, and uh, when, when I dealing with that many kids, I'd get home and 
just the stress would just melt away with every puff. It was wonderful. <laughs> yep. Yep. That's how I used to consume too. I would wait till after work, get mm -hmm. home. That was how I would unwind. And then slowly over time, it became throughout the day, smaller dosages instead of having a whole blunt between me and my husband and a couple friends at the end right. of the day. It's like maybe well, you have to get hits used in the to morning. It. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Cause, cause True. the first time I ever smoked and went out in public, I was like, what's going on? Yeah. Like, I, it was <laughs> too much energy. I couldn't handle it. Yeah. And I was freaking out a little bit. And then, you know, as I did it more regularly and, you know, kept uh, like you said, I started with smaller dosages mm -hmm. while I was out. I didn't get ripped and then went out into public. Mm -hmm. And now I can I can be ripped out in public and it's fine. Uh, <laughs> but like, uh, it's just one of those things where I had to build up that not tolerance, but I guess mental tolerance for yeah. what you're confidence. Right. Yeah. We're pros now, guys. Yeah. yeah. We are pros at this time. They'll, they'll never know what I'm like. Hi, if I'm always I'm high. Always high. <laughs> you know what? I feel so bad. Again, I'm very spoiled. I have always, almost always had a job that allowed me to smoke. That's mm -hmm. awesome. Well, I worked in the restaurant industry, right? There's people doing worse shit yeah. than fucking weed. Oh, my God. There's yes. people when I was working in the customer service industry, I found jobs that they were or well or yeah, I also used the the drink. Mm -hmm. A lot of you guys know the drink. <laughs> to cover up the pizzas, which works, by the way, um, <laughs> most of the time. I don't want to like, you know, people to be like, oh, it worked. The girl from Pot Smoking Mom said it worked. And it didn't work. <laughs> it usually does. I don't know. But, um, and then the last case by I case basis. <laughs> right, right. Exactly. <laughs> and then uh, I worked it at worked a vitamin for me supplement company. It worked for you once. It didn't times? work for me oh, once. It did, oh, it didn't but work But that's for because you. I, I am like, I have gag reflex when I'm oh. drinking something I don't like. So yeah. I was having really, you have to like and those things drink the whole thing like super yeah. fast. Mm -hmm. And like, it's this whole process and, you and I couldn't do it. water after it. Yeah, I probably like, did not do it right. You don't I have the right enzymes right. anyway. <laughs> <laughs> right. And now when we have kids, we just have our kids pee in a cup. No, oh my God. I'm not suggesting that. But in an emergency, if you need your kids pee, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. But uh, and then the last place I worked, that was like a vitamin supplement company, which trust me, the way cannabis is going, I feel like the, the vitamin supplement industry. Oh, they're going to be first. Is, is going to be sure. very yeah. is going to be done the same way mm -hmm. because the uh, vitamin supplement company have had they've been in fighting with the FDA for a long time. And yeah. from what I understand with cannabis, there's so many parts to the cannabis flower that mm -hmm. will be very, very hard to kind of get a standard way of making and doing that kind of stuff mm -hmm. so um i don't know how f how much the fda will be involved if at all you know with cannabis i don't think they will be but it would be very much sort of like along the same lines of the vitamin supplement company and i man my plug worked right next to me so whenever <laughs> i needed anything i would have it in my drawer in my desk cookies whatever i wanted i mean it was pretty great it was actually pretty kind of more convenient than now even though i can go to the store and pick it up <laughs> i was so lucky funny. enough that the last couple jobs i've had didn't even drug test and i had a i had a go-to friend that didn't i know i knew that did not consume cannabis that whenever there was a drug test i'd be like girl i need your pee <laughs> <laughs> 
It, it's like, really sad though that it has to be that way, <laughs> right? Yeah, you know, like, why does anybody need to know my weed smoking? Yeah, you don't have to know if someone's drinking. You don't have to go do right. a pee test. You know? On top mm-hmm. of that, like with um, they're having issues with uh, the breathalyzer test too, mm-hmm. because just because I have THC in my system doesn't mean I just smoked it and I'm right. impaired right. enough to not be able to drive. Right. Mm-hmm. So, There's so many I mean, THC products now that it could come up that way, you know, on a drug test. Yeah. yeah CBD guys, will show up. Yeah. Yep. You guys are, uh, you guys are in Georgia. You guys got a lot of Delta eight out there. How is mm-hmm. it with yeah. the Delta eight? So the Delta eight, um, I actually just heard yeah. that they're actually selling some Delta nine products that there's a loophole, uh, now I haven't no, seen it. Gotta yet. love the loophole. Yeah. There's some kind we of always find them. Where, <laughs> where it's just low enough that it gets through but mm-hmm. it's straight thc and apparently it will get you very high as well and they're selling that in smoke shops these days um i i haven't mm-hmm. seen that personally um because i don't really mess with the delta eight stuff i've got my person that gets me what i want <laughs> and um it's always you know the better than good the stuff. delta eight <laughs> stuff is like i feel like i'm glad they kind of they're they found the loophole but i don't know i don't I'm not on board completely because it's still it's like a CBD. It's like unregulated. Mm-hmm. So you don't even really know what's I'm not saying that, like, there's a lot of legacy market stuff like, you know, people who have their own they have their own underground brand. But like right. there's a lot of good stuff that you'll find underground, too. I, I don't ever want to knock underground or legacy market because we got to remember <laughs> Where we came from. Yeah. Where we yep. came from. Yeah. Right. People who are growing for True Leaf and, you know, um, what is a big dispensary? Curly. Uh, Fresco for Labs. Mad Curly. Men. Mm-hmm. Those, All those people, huge names. They, they, I, I, I'm pretty sure most of them started illegally. So yeah. we got to mm-hmm. like, again, let all the people out of jail for the weed offenses mm-hmm. right and give credit where credit is due so yeah underground legacy market is where a lot of people started so you can't knock all of it yeah and now since you guys have a podcast talking all about marijuana has this affected your relationships at all have you lost friendships have has anyone like left your life because of this uh i would say it's actually positively impacted my relationships um well first of all most of all my friendships everybody already knew I was a pothead and they Mm -hmm. didn't have a problem with it they know that's me you know (laughs) but like it forced me to be more open with my my parents my mom Mm -hmm. already knew but I never talked to my dad about it I kind of just kept that hidden like I knew he knew but we just didn't talk about it yeah and a friend of my sister slipped up to my dad and my stepmom that I have this podcast. And then all of a sudden I, I heard, Oh no, they know about the podcast. <laughs> and now I'm giving my dad gummies and nice. they're totally understanding of me smoking. And if I'm, I'm there supportive. for the weekend and I can go to the backyard and smoke a little bit and they won't have a problem. Like I would That's have awesome. never thought I'd be doing those things if I wouldn't have just been honest and mm-hmm. they see, okay, my, my daughter's got, you know, great family. She has a home. She takes care of herself. She has a good job. She's a responsible adult and she smokes weed. So it can't be that bad. Right. Yeah, you've already mm-hmm. built up your reputation. It's like, what do you what do you see about me? That's like that's like that's different. Or, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm me and it doesn't like, change anything. I w- it was a little different for me just because my mother's older. She's more conservative. Mm-hmm she's um so 
So I regretted. I immediately regretted telling her because I was like, <clears throat> I told her I had a podcast, but it was about parenting. I didn't. I, I didn't <laughs> tell her about the weed part. <laughs> but we started having some some little success that I was kind of proud of. I wanted to share with her, and I also kind of wanted to see if I can. I feel like my mom has very a uh, lots of anxiety, mm-hmm. and I feel like this would definitely help her. Mm-hmm. Um. So I opened up to her and she was so not into it. She hated it, was giving me all kinds of crap about it. Let it go. Uh, brings it up again, like nastily. Mm. Um, irritates me again. We let it go. And then um, and then I get her gummies. <laughs> I'm like, yo, listen, listen chill out. Listen. Fucking put your Netflix on and fucking take a gummy. She seemed cool about it. Um, but I don't know what the hell happened because then I had made a comment one day and she's whatever. It's like it's kind of like a roller coaster with mm-hmm. it. Yeah. So that it's kind of difficult, but at the same time, there's still so much it's been ingrained in their head that it's bad right. and it's yep. terrible. And so you know, there it's gonna take a while for them to yeah get over it, you know. Yeah, yeah, especially the 60s, you know, 70s, 80s, like 90s, that whole there era. was a movement just the Reagan and the bear, really which they still enforce in schools. Mm-hmm. And that's another thing when we talk to our kids, like we don't want to we're not gonna hand them a joint or smoke in their face, but like right, we wanna mm-hmm. let them know that this is not evil, this isn't something to be hiding, you know, this is what we do for medicine, this is, like, for adults, but, mm-hmm. like, we don't want to demonize it, And but it's hard, because, right, when they get to school, what is school going to teach them? Right. Drugs are bad. Right. The drugs are bad, and then they toss weed into the bi- mix with drugs, so, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. you then know. They look we- at their parents, and they're like, oh, that's bad. So, now, what age would you feel like is appropriate to go to your kids and say, hey, this is this is for health purposes. I actually smoke marijuana. Have you heard of it? Is there a certain age? I mean, we we've done it openly. Um, they see it. They've seen us grinding it. They see the stuff we used to smoke it. They know it's around. So mm-hmm. it's it's mm-hmm. kind of like it's already part of the deal. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure that when they get older, they're going to be a little more inquisitive. They're going to ask more questions and their friends are going to start uh, bringing it up. We ha- actually have a friend of mine who her daughter is. God, what is her daughter? She's like in middle school already. And she was being taught the dare thing. And she reached out to me going, hey, there's oh, she was watching. She was binge watching Saved by the Bell. Oh. And I don't know if you guys remember that one. Oh, yeah. That one episode where they're like, what is it that they say? Uh <laughs> They have a saying. Let me look at it real quick. Okay. I, I was looking it up because I was like, oh, my God, I do remember that episode. And it was so damn cheesy. <laughs> like, it was so bad. The whole thing was cheesy, but I, I still know. watched it. I loved it. it. Everybody yeah. loved it. <laughs> so good. I felt really bad. What's the uh, the nerdy kid? Um, Screech. Screech. Oh, Screech. Yeah. I feel really bad for him because he never was able to get another job in acting. He got so typecast a screech and yeah you know never he was a stand-up comedian he mm-hmm. did stand-up for a while yeah speaking of nerdy kid actors you know Julia white has his own strain now he has purple, his, urkel. Yeah, purple urkel purple urkel yeah <laughs> well awesome. for me i mean i think for every parent the age is it, it's up to them to decide yeah. really um mm. for me like like she said we're kind of just i never hit it 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I did at first. And then I was like, why am I hiding? That's going to make it seem like what I'm doing is bad and yeah, what I'm not right. doing is right. So I'm not going to hide it anymore. So when he just got old enough where he asked, what is that? Is when I told him, oh, this is cannabis. It's a plant. People use it as medicine. I use it as medicine. So he was confused. He's like, what do you need medicine for? You know, are you sick? I was mm-hmm. like, no, it, it sometimes, you know, mom has anxiety and it helps with my anxiety. And, and many different people use it for different reasons. Other parents have used the example of actually growing it together. And if they're lucky enough in their state to be able to grow, and then they, they actually see this is a plant coming from the ground. It could be used in different ways. I love that model. I wish I had. So cool. Yeah. Cause then it's like a tomato yeah. plant or a basil plant yeah. or it's in your garden. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's There's so no awesome. hope with dope. That's the save by the bell. No, no, I was going to say, what was the oh, save by no hope with dope? No hope with dope. And it's a PSA <laughs> that they do. So she was like, oh, oh they're gosh. they're starting to teach there. And she's seen the There's No Hope With Dope Saved by the Bell episode. What do I do? What do I tell her? Mm. Oh, so, so how did, what did you say? Well, there's books out there. We actually ha- have had a couple of authors on our show that mm-hmm. have cre- uh, written books uh, geared towards kids and kind of explaining mm. to them how people use it medicinally. Hmm. So there's a couple cool. books out there. Um, I sent her, you know, a couple links to the different books and, um, you know, just talking to them about how it's a plant, really, because mm-hmm. it really is a plant. Like, right. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's 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 a very helpful, unbelievable plant that I just wish more people would stop saying stupid things like there's no hope in dope. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Cannabis, actually, cannabis can save us. There's a, a lot, lot of, of hope. hundred percent. Yeah. Unfortunately. And, and it's not just for like medicinal like there's so many other uses for the plant they've found ways to make plastic out of hemp like yeah. there's concrete. so yeah. concrete there's so mm-hmm. many different things that you can do with this versatile plant yeah you know that we could be building houses for a fraction of the cost if they were just built out of hemp they made a car completely out of hemp like that was fueled by hemp <laughs> <laughs> you guys but if we do that then it wouldn't move the capitalist agenda that we right. are holding what, you know? what would happen to the big oil and big pharma and all the bigs all the bigs there? like goodness it, the money would actually go in our pockets and we would actually have a comfortable life and everything would be and we would be happy yes so so speaking of your podcast where do you guys want to see your podcast grow to and what uh what do you want to actually see from the podcast to make a difference in our entire say no to drugs era that we're in. You gonna go first or me? <laughs> go, go. You've been doing really good. Go for it. <laughs> um, well, when D and I started this, we had nowhere, we had no idea where it was gonna go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we've met so many amazing people through this journey and they've inspired us to like, want to take this so far. Yeah. And we've had all sorts of crazy ideas. We want to like, since we've met so many people all over the United States and Canada and different places, like our ultimate goal goal would be to take the podcast on tour and visit different States and get to meet these people in person. And then, we even talked about how cool would it be if we did that and did a docu-series out of that. Mm. And like, we actually interview these different women around the, uh, around the country. And they tell us, they tell their story as to why cannabis helps them and how it helps them be a better mom. And then you like, should do it. we thought that would be very interesting. Yeah. 
Yeah, you should so much do fun. it. We would 100%. love that. Hundred percent. And then D wants to do. You want to talk about this? You, know, you want well, to do a script? Like, hopefully, yeah, I, uh, I. Obviously, like we do podcasts, but I know uh, you're an actress and mm-hmm. you're a musician. Mm-hmm. So we kind of like we work our talents into what we can. Um, yeah. So I do also do theater, sketch comedy, stand up comedy. Um, but I've been putting together. I do. I have a web series that I will. It's, it's a series. Hmm. I want to get it funded to, to have it to be a TV series. Yes. But I'm going to do it myself, period. So whether or not somebody wants to give me the money to do it big time, uh, I'm going to end up doing it myself anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like um, a series of pot smoking moms because there's so many stories to tell. And there's so many there's so many amazing stories from different moms, not only moms who use the medicine for their children, for their sick children. Well, there's moms who who have gotten out of terrible relationships yeah. toxic yeah. relationships and you know um just so many wonderful stories revolving cannabis and people who have gone out of situations and you know there's just also so many funny stories about cannabis that we all have um you know we've got a really good edible story it's oh, everybody, hello i was <laughs> thinking i have one too yeah. <laughs> that's our uh real talk episode and that will be later <laughs> but ultimately no, we, we want to grow our audience right and like just yeah. continue to grow our community because Mm-hmm. I would love to be able to do this full time and not have to have my regular job nine to yeah. five, right. you know, and my job be, you know, educating people on cannabis, just spreading the words of the word of it's okay to be a parent who uses cannabis. It's okay mm-hmm. to, to be comfortable talking about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Because, you know, now even sometimes if you say something to the wrong person, um, it, it just causes a stigma with other people that's in your life. And you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. I don't do drugs. First off, you know, I smoke a plant that is completely different. I'm not out, you know, doing meth and cocaine and, um, you know, all the drugs it's actually harmful for your body. It's yeah. there's, there's just so much stigma around drugs in general. Um, so you doing a documentary documentary series and you doing a series like that would just show not only, you know, the stigma, but the world that, Hey, you know what, this is okay. Like we should do this. The, these are small. Like, 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 look how it's helping all these people. Yeah. Like, how can you like, here's the proof. This is, this is how it's helping all these people. Mm-hmm. And let's not even get started on mushrooms. Cause that's like all coming in now. There's like a lot of you want to talk about up. depression, helping with depression. Microdosing oh, yeah. mushrooms is the future. So, so like, I, I, I can't even believe where we've come now with that. It's, it's yeah. amazing. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, we actually have in a couple of weeks coming on the podcast, a an expert in psychedelics and mm-hmm. psychedelic treatments and that sort of thing. So we're really excited about that episode. Oh, yes. We're going to stay tuned and hear that. May have to send him your way after we're done. For sure. Yeah. Uh huh. We've been trying. We have a couple of doctors we've been trying. And cannabis and psychedelics go really well together. Yeah. Yeah. It just opens your brain. Natural Mm -hmm. coming from the earth, you know, back to the tree of knowledge. Takes that ego away and just 
brings you down to your basis. So yep. you just learn who you are. And, and that's what's really sad. I feel like with humanity, a lot of people don't know who they are. They don't know who they mm-hmm. are as a person. And if you don't know who you are, you cannot, you cannot feel any expect, uh, expressions with anyone else. You can't have any relationships with anyone else if you don't know who you are. Yeah. And talk about something that's been used for thousands of years and helped people to thrive. I mean, the whole reason we are in the evolutionary state that we are in today is because some primitive humans ate mushrooms that they found and it advanced their brains. Mm -hmm. And again, limiting us unbelievable, the people in power from having the things that could make us better people and rise up and be our best selves and have a community and have a world that was actually doing good. Mm -hmm. But no, we can't have access to these things that would really change our lives in such positive ways. I think I, I, I'm hopeful that we will eventually. Um, It's definitely a lot of, of, of states passing, uh, you know, so it is getting or to at least starting where, the process of learning right. more about, you know, changing the laws around it. So yeah. it's just amazing to me because high, like early 20s, high school, me never would have thought that mushrooms and cannabis would be legal in some places yeah. here mm-hmm. in the United States. Like I was in my early 20s and I got to go to Amsterdam. I was like, oh, my God, weed and shrooms. I could go and buy it anywhere here. <laughs> this place is heaven. Mm-hmm. Uh- <laughs> yeah, I am. Um, in my early 20s, I was a super right wing conservative pastor. <laughs> wow. I'm not that. Did you anymore. smoke weed back then? No, no, it wasn't <laughs> no of course not. No, it wasn't until no, but- my early 30s that I, well, I'd smoked once. Uh, when I was in college mm-hmm. and my ex-wife, she was my girlfriend at the time, was so upset because we were going on the ministry path together and she oh. made me tell her parents <laughs> and I was like shamed for it. Oh, oh my God. God. How and horrible then, must you feel? It was, it oh was my the God. Worst. We got to have you guys worst. on our podcast. And you got to tell I, us. I didn't <laughs> smoke again for another like uh, 14 years. Yeah. Wow. It's been, he's been smoking, what, about six years now? Yeah, six years regularly. Six, six years regular. And uh, I actually lived in LA. I I lived in LA for about four years. Of course, in LA, it's ev- everywhere, mm-hmm. everywhere you go. It was just a normal thing. When I, But when I first got out there, I'm from small town, Georgia. And I, I did live in Atlanta for a little bit. And then I went straight to Los Angeles. So it was a little bit of a culture shock. And when I got out there, um, you know, I was like, okay, I've smoked weed. I've smoked it occasionally. Um, but everybody, it, it, you know, everybody was doing it and not peer pressure way. But, you know, I was like, wow, this is really cool to see. But you have met a lot of people who had smoked it and had not had any problems with no it. No problems. Um, no problems. It was you know, no other drugs. They didn't do any other drugs. It was just... Um, actually I did a music video. I smoked weed, got really high, did a music video, edited it. I mean, it just makes you focus. It makes you productive and creative, creative. And, um, I I feel like that's where, you know, we've gotten our creative creativity lately is just, you know, daily, daily smoking every single day, because not only do we have our day jobs, 
but then we have to do our creative stuff. And then, you know, we have to do this. And then and a lot of things. So, you know, in order for us, sometimes we'll wake up and, you know, we'll just get in that creative mindset where we just get knocked, get everything knocked out for the day. And, and a lot of times weed helps with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's definitely changed up my life for a hundred percent better. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the most me when I'm in that perfect little high space and like, I'm really flowing in my own mind. Like I I'm like, Oh, this is me coming out like yeah. the real, real me. So. Cannabis when used responsibly can be the key to success. Yes. Oh, I love I mean, that. Elon love Musk. That. Yeah. He was smoking on Joe Rogan's show. I mean, <laughs> like, you know, I, he's the most successful man that I can think of at this moment, you know, like he's also the most obnoxious man <laughs> moment, to be honest. Oh, oh, well, before we got on here, I read a little thing that was like Kim Kardashian thinks, oh, what is it? Oh, she's, she has everything she's ever wanted out of Pete Davidson. I'm sorry. I had to mention oh it. Gosh. I thought that was like so funny. Oh, like, everything you've ever wanted that's what oh everything you've ever wanted do you think kim k smokes weed i mean she's hanging out with pete davidson yeah i mean no, at this point she a. needs to yeah she needs to have smoked that weed man. <laughs> i'm sure she did jeez you got ptsd for sure oh yeah <laughs> Well, this is our favorite part of the podcast. Um, We love our podcast is all about celebrating success. So what would you guys like to celebrate big or small that you've had happen recently that you would like to celebrate with us today? Well, we had our first event, official event. We had a very nice um, dinner uh, was um, an infused dinner party. An infused Ooh. dinner party at the Hemp Mansion. So not only were we having dinner uh, that was infused, but we were also it was on a farm where they grew hemp. What? And wow, that is so cool. Yeah, it was pretty great. Everybody loved it. Everybody had a good time. And um, I mean, I'm hoping that we can do small, like intimate events like that, so that we can all get to know each other a little more. Because you know, I, I love social media, and I feel like we've all met a lot of people and made a lot of really wonderful connections through social media. But now that we're able to meet in person, it's like a different, it's a level, a different level of connection that we get to do with other Mm -hmm. people. So that's so cool. Yeah. That that event was definitely turned out to be a success. Like we talked about doing that since the beginning of the podcast, we're like, we would love to have, if we have an event, we would like it to be an intimate event, maybe a dinner party mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. And we manifested it and we made it happen. Nice. And yes. We got to meet Speaking some amazing people um, that we created these relationships with online in person. And we just hope to do a lot more of that. Now, if you don't mind me asking, you don't have to say um, the exact <laughs> city or anything like that but what area of florida are you in panhandle uh northern florida we're southern in florida. south florida okay. yeah, southeast. We're in south florida okay southeast i don't mind saying where i live i Miami. mean i'm not going to give you my address right, but, right, right. you know there's millions of people <laughs> oh, that live gosh. here but I'm i live in- see you tonight <laughs> <laughs> i live like in the city of your window, hialeah man. Hialeah. Most people from Hialeah are like very proud. So <laughs> she's in Hialeah. I'm in Hollywood. Yeah, Hollywood. Right. Uh, I mean, Hialeah is in, in Miami, basically. 
It's okay. just like a suburb of getting high in Hialeah. Yep. <laughs> and that's where we record most of our podcasts yeah. in Hialeah. We've been nice. getting high in Hialeah I'm for a-, a very long time now. So, so your event, you did it in Florida? Yeah, we yes. did. We did it in Tampa. We did it up north. We um, okay. we have a lot of friends up uh, more like uh, Central Florida, I mm-hmm. guess we could say, St. Pete, uh, Sarasota, Tampa. We got a lot of peeps out there. So nice. we we do we do a lot of events out there because we know that there's a lot of people that are willing to like meet in that area. Mm-hmm. We 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 look forward to trying to put together something locally. It's a lot of work. I'm, I mean, I'm on money. You know what I mean? Like, just yeah. like podcasting, right? There's a point in time when you're like, you you do so much. It's, mm-hmm. it's so much more than you had initially anticipated. Right. And yeah. it's totally worth it. A hundred percent. But like, you know, money's we use money to pay bills. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's time, you know, time and effort. And we, you know, we do the podcast because we want to make a difference. And we want people to see that we're working really, really hard to make a difference. Mm -hmm. And, you know, sometimes that is a thank you in the form of money. Right. Like, hey, you know, join up uh, for the Reimagined Podcast Patreon or the Pot Smoking Moms Patreon. Mm -hmm. We would definitely appreciate that. Like you guys said, you just started video like that's something we only mm-hmm. offer to our patrons right now because we are just mm-hmm. now getting just into starting. the video realm because that's yeah. a whole yeah. other ball game whole that other- you're getting into yeah. <laughs> so yeah. right now only our patrons get to see our beautiful faces as we that's have not our a bad idea, actually. <laughs> but hey, you know what though i did want to have a, a message for you on your podcast i think it, it, it works well for you guys i feel like cannabis is not going anywhere it's mm-hmm. a huge mm-hmm. industry that's only going to get bigger and I feel like whatever you do right now, if you love weed and you feel like you can incorporate that into the cannabis industry, like we want to empower you to do it because mm. there's so many different things you can do. Like, right. Like if you do yoga, you can mm-hmm. do weed yoga. You can do, we do that yoga. all the time. Like if you so do painting, so good. you guys, right. You guys are talking about painting and how mm-hmm. they have the, mm-hmm. you know, they have the wine and paint. We have the paint and puff. Like yeah. Yeah. you could do that. You could do all kinds of sort of. Are you an accountant? Things. You can help people figure out how they can set up their know, cannabis afford business. more weed <laughs> afford more <laughs> weed set up their cannabis business right get right off there's so many different angles that you can do and like, i came I, across today on tiktok and i i'm gonna see if they'll come on the show a hairstylist the mm. cannabis friendly salon nice. so that you don't have to feel weird going there reeking of weed already or right. if you want to medicate don't a little bit before you get your hair washed or while mm. you're waiting for your turn you can and i was like oh my god that's genius i get so much anxiety going to the salon like i don't want to be there all day <laughs> oh, but if i can smoke weed while i'm there yeah, i'll be good it'd be nice <laughs> if they great. have a dab bar you know mm-hmm. what i mean yeah. yeah i mean there's so many things that could could be like more uh more employment for people like this could open up all these new jobs you know we're we're talking about people being unemployed and Mm -hmm. don't want to go back to work and all this stuff well because the jobs out there are stupid and they're not (laughs) yeah they pay well they definitely they're not very rewarding yeah right and they're not rewarding they pay stupid and and you know what now is a better time than ever to like try to figure out what your niche is in terms Mm -hmm. of like career wise i saw this video um, um i think it's a blog it's about people from new york and this guy walked up to this really interesting, eccentric looking person and started interviewing them. And he had like grills like he was a metal worker. He mm-hmm. did like he worked metal 
and he turned it into a business. He would make rings and he made grills for people and he would go to people's houses to set their gold or metal teeth or whatever. Mm. And here is this guy who does that. This guy, you know, like it's like you can do anything that you really love, that you're Mm -hmm. really good at and make it your career. And everyone really should. You know, we were we were thinking about that. You go to the grocery store nowadays and everything is so expensive. You know, you go and buy bread, like cheap bread is like three dollars, you know, and it used to be what, like a dollar or something. And so ridiculous. it's, It's just everything. And of course, we eat very clean. We eat very uh, more organic uh, and more on the healthier side of everything. And uh, so we do a, a program called Butcher Box. And I've been doing it for many, many years. And it's, you know, no hormones, grass fed meat. And the meat has been beautiful. And I am really sorry, Butcher Box, but I'm about to blast <laughs> you. But um, it, the meat used to be beautiful and it was, you know, no fat. You could tell these were happy cows. Mm-hmm. And now it's just, the meat is just getting fattier and fattier and fattier. And, you know, I want, I want a happy cow. Like I want this cow to have a happy life up until, you know, it feeds us because, you know, and, and nothing against vegetarians, you know, but we, we do eat meat and it's just like, we were looking and I was like, you know, we need to go to a farm. We need to say, okay, this cow right here looks very happy. That's going to be our, our cow. We're going to put it in the freezer. <laughs> Every cow has their own Facebook profile. <laughs> <laughs> you can just pick out your cow. This cow's Don't a little precarious. It. Don't name it. <laughs> but you know, um, everything local, right? Like, so if you, if you can, if you're really great cook at something, maybe you trade dishes, maybe you trade meals. So that way you you can cook something and you can give it to somebody else and you can get something that's completely different than what you make. And it it will feed your family. And they're like, Oh, this is totally different. And I I think that that's where everything needs to go back to is community and, Mm -hmm. you know, back to what can we barter systems? Yeah. What can we get from each other and and help each other? And society has evolved in such a way that we're the most separate that we've ever been. And yet they try to convince us that we're the most connected because of all the social media, but that just keeps us more separated. So Mm -hmm. things like weed brings us together. Mm -hmm. Like things like cows bring us together. (laughs) When's the last time you ever heard of somebody beating their family when they were high on weed? I mean, I just, I've never heard that ever. I've I've heard before I have, if they weren't on their family before I smoked my weed. Or right. if they're on alcohol. <laughs> yeah. Hey, or man, any... Willie Nelson said it kept the rage away. So yeah. it's true. It keeps Wise the rage words. away. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, um, why don't you tell our listeners where they can find you, where they can connect with you? Definitely everybody to needs to listen to your podcast for yes. sure. I'm going to start listening immediately. <laughs> So uh, potsmokingmoms.com is uh, is a website. We have all of our social media. We're pretty much potsmokingmoms is the handle on most all social media, except for the TikTok. It's we're down to potsmokingmom because the plural was, you know, taken we're down. Banned. Community <laughs> guideline. Too many broken community guidelines. I we were, and we had such a following and like it was we going had like great. A, almost 100 and we had like 160,000 followers. Good we Lord. were, I mean, at the, at the height of the pandemic, we were doing really 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 good on tiktok and getting a lot of people over and well yeah. you know uh, cannabis cannabis again, social media is not shadow ban cannabis they shadow ban you you're not uh, ex- ex- you know they're not showing you to new accounts 
Mm-hmm. It's got its good and it's bad, right? Because like people are like, oh yeah, weed. Everybody loves weed. Oh, I'm gonna click, follow, mm-hmm. whatever. But you know, they suppress the content yep. because it's not ideal. They don't want to be, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know. And that's why word of mouth is so important. So for all of you listeners, word of mouth because a lot of times social media, like they say, will will ban you and and you won't get the the recognition or, anything or you like just that. won't see the post oh, they yeah, started they, no, did yeah. you see they, they changed they the, feed. Show the algorithms yeah. are just so messed up like, suppresses they changed you the feed to um well now if you go on instagram they change the feed to where it suggests a lot of accounts because mm-hmm. they're trying to be like tiktok so then it's like shit we're now we're competing with people who you don't even follow yeah mm-hmm. yeah for you to see our content i had yeah, to like yeah. dismiss snooze um suggested Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you yeah. want to give your people love too. Yeah, you're like a lot of times, like on social media, you guys are give and take. Like you got to be interested in your audience for your audience to be interested in you. If you don't know mm-hmm. what they're into, how do you know what kind of show to put on for them? Right, yeah. exactly. So it's like you know, it does. Social media is definitely a, is a tool for us, but it 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 doesn't like cannabis. <laughs> Yeah, it's definitely allowed our audience like our podcast audience to really interact with us is how we've gotten to know them is through Instagram and through TikTok, mostly Instagram, because there it's easier to connect. And then we've started doing our monthly Zoom sessions with our mm-hmm. patrons and we sesh together online and we've even gone to on vacation with our patrons. We went oh, wow. to Disney World. Yeah, oh, it's cool. so funny because we met you. I met you guys on uh, one of the clubs from yeah, Patreon. The clubs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, we're, we, yeah, we're in a podcasting support group uh, together. <laughs> yeah, and we yeah. met each other. But actually, we didn't see you guys. Your right, video I had, was I had put yeah, it was my first time. I didn't want to like I felt kind of I'm always very like <clears throat> hitting in the background. Just want to <laughs> see what the vibes are before I ever, you know, come out and talk. But um, it was interesting because there was a girl on there who was talking about how she had it has to be very limited with her patrons and she mm-hmm. doesn't really you know, get too friendly with them because I don't know, somebody got it. I don't know. She was giving a whole thing as to why she doesn't really connect too, too much. And setting boundaries. Are, like, right. Setting boundaries. Yeah. Right. And yeah. here we are like, oh, we're going on vacation with our patrons. Yeah. <laughs> the other guy that was in our group was like, oh, sometimes I have sex with my patrons. And we we're like, oh, yeah, that guy was like, we were like, all right, with that, we're out. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, wow, that's really, that's, boundaries oh my god no boundaries but hey if it works for him his podcast is about sex so it you know it makes sense (laughs) just you know we won't be having sex with our patrons anytime so (laughs) we'll smoke weed with our patrons we'll smoke weed with our patrons that's for sure right (laughs) good to know where you stand there's a hard line (laughs) no we gotta say no but we do uh, weekly episodes. They come out every Wednesday. Uh, we're currently on a break, but our podcast will be coming back in July. Um, oh, my God. What, what was the date again? We have it scheduled. I love it. Weed Wednesday. Yeah, that's exactly. That's why we chose Wednesday. Nice. <laughs> nice. Wednesday is good. Uh, July 13th is okay. our July 13th. Return date. So if you've never listened to Pot Smoking Moms, mm-hmm. you've got a couple weeks to catch up on all of their episodes Convinced. before they start uh the new ones July 90, 90 episodes. Nice. Ooh. That's awesome. That's I'm technically 89 because D accidentally missed skipped a number, <laughs> but we're not changing all the numbers, so we're at 90. <laughs> <laughs> 
There's a ghost, well, congratulations. There's a ghost episode. Thank you. How, yes, how, how many episodes have you guys in, in the bag? Uh, so we're eight months in right so, now. We're in season yeah, two. We're weekly. So this we're at like episode 68? Uh, 11 or so. Wait, what is this one? 9, 10, 11, some, somewhere in there. Uh, but uh, so that's of season two. And we had 26 in the first. So somewhere around 35 ish, yeah. somewhere in there. Nice. Yeah, yeah so. it, you know, it's it's funny because um, a, a podcast starts and you don't, a lot of times you don't know exactly what goes into it until you start the podcast and you're like, oh, whoa, I got to do this and got to do this. But for us, we love it because as a couple, we were, we were trying to decide what we wanted to do. We wanted to do something creative. Was it YouTube? Was it making videos? What, what were we going to do? And then actually Facebook came up to us and, or, or asked, actually asked me to beta test their audio rooms. And I was like, sure, that sounds actually really fun. So we started doing a, like a mini audio room podcast, but it was live on Facebook every Thursday. And we loved it so much that we kept going. Uh, we haven't had any breaks. We've launched every single Thursday now for um, eight months. Wow. Congratulations. That's it's great. been a lot of fun. And we're in uh, 23 countries now worldwide, yep, which so. growing our audience, just like you guys are. Yeah, that's <laughs> always fun, right? When you're like, wow, we're on the charts in Australia. What? Right? Yeah. right. It's crazy. We're like one of the top uh, self-help. self-help motivational podcasts in Canada. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. We love Canada, man. Yes, we yeah. do too. It's totally legal there. Yeah. yeah. Canada's like, like, what are you guys doing down there? Yeah, listen, <laughs> I got people rubbing it in my face over there, showing me they can get hash. They buy yeah. all different types of hash on like a one of those on an order form and shit. <laughs> what? That's one day. Great. All right. That's- so if you had to give some advice to a mom out there who is like, I'm stressed out all the time and I've thought about smoking weed, but I just can't get past the stigma. What would you say to that mom? I would go say to that slow. mom, huh? What? Go, go low and slow. Go low and slow. Take but there's a low whole dosage, bu- little yeah. bits amounts. And there's a whole bunch of us out here waiting for you to come join us. <laughs> <laughs> With um, no judgment, a whole community, no judgment. Yeah, no judgment. And like we try to provide resources where they're available. Um, You know, we talk to people. There's a lot of anecdotal evidence. You know, there's not a lot of research per se, because, of course, it's still federally uh, illegal. But mm-hmm. um, there's a lot of anecdotal evidence. And, um, you know, if we don't have it or if we haven't had anything, we haven't talked about it in our podcast, we'll definitely find some resources for any any questions that uh, any mom that you know might wanna might wanna see what it's about, you know. Yeah. It, and and for a mom that's somewhere that's not legal, that would be difficult unless you know somebody that smokes mm-hmm. weed that you could be like, hey, you know, can you bring some over tonight and let's try it? I'll try it or whatever. Um, but if you're lucky enough to live in a legal state, just you know, go to the dispensary and ask some questions. Do your own research online. Yeah. But mm-hmm. if it, there's always going to be a stigma around it until, like we said, it's legal. And even for a while after that. Yeah. Um, but and just like anything in this life, there's always going to be people criticizing anything. Mm-hmm. So it's just a matter of if it works for you and it makes your life better and it helps you. We don't got time to be caring what other people think. Yeah, exactly. Right. That shit. 
Exactly. I'll just say this for the moms, uh, your first couple tries, just uh, maybe after the kids go to bed. (laughs) (laughs) Build that tolerance. Get used to it. Yeah, you (laughs) get to know it first. That's a pro tip. You won't. You don't want to take a gummy first thing in the morning with a busy day with the kids. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely not. Here, let's go. Depends what kind of morning you want to have. That's great. Well, you guys have been amazing. Yes. We love you guys. We love what you're doing and we love that you are changing it and mm-hmm. you're using your voice to change it. Yes. Thank mm-hmm. you so much for all that you're doing for the community and uh, hopefully for the world, will, for humanity, yeah, it'll spread like <laughs> oh. so much more. Yeah. Back at you guys. Um, you guys are giving uh, people a different option, you know, different um, point of view. And a different perspective. Yeah, it's much so needed right now. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. So we have to keep going and we'll come on your podcast. And yep. we yeah. are so thankful that you came on ours. Yes. And, yeah, uh, thank you we'll, for we'll, having us. We'll tell our gummy story on your podcast. So yes. if, you, if, oh, yeah. if our listeners want to hear that, then mm-hmm. you will have to tune in when <laughs> we are on the Pot Smoking Moms podcast. Oh, we'll trade we'll trade gummy stories. Little Heck crossover yeah. here. <laughs> crossover <Yes>. collabs. <laughs> Love it. Well, thanks so much, ladies, and we'll talk to you soon. <laughs> All right. Thank bye, guys. Bye. bye. Good night. That was just so much fun. Oh, my gosh. They cracked me up the entire time. Yeah, those ladies were great. I love their energy and their openness and their honesty. And I love what they're doing, how they're changing the stigma behind marijuana. Yeah. And for our listeners, if you're offended by this, we're really sorry, mm-hmm. but it's it's something that is a very positive thing. And like they said, there's a lot of anecdotal evidence for the positiveness behind it. And I, I would ask that you would approach it with an open mind and yes, an open please. heart to learn and not just to take everything that's been shoved down your throat by the people in charge that don't want you to be your best self and really do your own research and find out what it's really all about. Yeah. And reach out to a community, reach out to pot smoking moms, listen to their podcast. Yes. There's so many podcasts out there that you can be informed and informed the right way. Um, So just reach out, form a community, reach out to us, ask us any questions, and we would just love to talk to you. Yeah. Check out their Patreon. Like they said, check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash creative global. We're trying to do some extra stuff in there for you guys and just make it the best that we can. So come on over. It's less than a cup of coffee a month. So $5 a month, you could get all the bonus content. You know, mm-hmm. it, it, you got to support the things that you enjoy. So if you enjoy this podcast and want to keep it going and really help us make a difference in this world, give up a cup of coffee for a month, one, one cup of coffee in a month yeah, and kick that our way for some great content coming your way. And also tell your friends, word of mouth is such a big part of podcasting. And we would love for you to tell your friends if you love what you hear. Yeah. So thanks for listening. And we hope that you all are having amazing success and we'll see you next time. We love you guys. And with that, this is a Creative Global Podcasting production. Did you get motivated? Do you feel inspired? Don't worry about keeping up with the Joneses anymore, and don't forget to celebrate your successes every single day. Thank you for taking this journey with us. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Reimagine Success Pod. Email us at reimaginesuccesspod at gmail.com and let us know what your successes are. 
head over to patreon.com slash creative global for bonus and behind the scenes content. New episodes every Thursday at reimaginesuccesspod.com or your favorite podcast streaming platform. So let's change our mindsets and reimagine success.